0: What's up guys, thank you so much for tuning in to This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. I have a lot of stuff to talk about this week as I always seem to have a lot of stuff, but this week seems like a little more. I'm not sure if it's going to end up being more or not, I might cut some shit out, not 100% sure. I am recording this episode on Friday morning rather than Friday night because I have some prior obligations to tend to. So, with that being said, if I miss anything that happens between now and Saturday morning, I do apologize, and I will cover it next week. So without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. Going to start off gaming news with some hilarious Bethesda fucking failure. Uh, It turns out that this player, playing Fallout 76 for whatever reason still, because as you as some of you may know I rated the game a absolute pile of fucking dog shit out of 10 um, there's a player that had he, he was using the bandolier perk card which if you aren't familiar with Fallout 76 they have perk cards it, it's really hard to explain and it's all it's all loot box garbage and just a huge fucking mess regardless he was using a bandolier perk card that reduced his ammo weight by 90%. Most ammo in the game weighs... 1. Or actually, no, I think ammo in the game weighs like .5 or some, some shit like that. Anyway. So he's going through the game, collecting every fucking piece of ammo you could ever imagine. And as soon as he realized that the 5mm ammo was, uh, was weighing him down, he dropped it off in a, and I quote, suitcase in Watoga train station for other players to collect. He started he started to trade all his excess ammo from his primary account. Which is at level 450 plus. Jesus, dude, this guy must really like this fucked game. Unreal. Holy shit. So he was transferring all his ammo to his secondary account. Why he has a secondary account, I don't know. Fuck this game's terrible. But that account was level two. So uh, he thought maybe you know several players might have gotten suspicious upon seeing a high- level character trade with a low level player and uh, he reported or, and they might report the transaction to Bethesda, which to be honest, would, why would that be a fucking problem? You can't use certain items until you're a certain level. That's how any online game works in, in more ways or less. So I'm not sure why that would be a problem. Anyway, he got banned. He got banned from the game. The dude had over 900 hours. I, I I have definitely sunk that many hours in a game or two, maybe maybe half a dozen games, maybe a dozen games. Because when I get when I get hooked on a game, I I play the absolute fuck out of it until I'm sick of it, right? So I understand the 900 hours of gameplay, but not with this game. What the flying actual fuck is happening here? I just can't grasp how anyone could enjoy this game. It really fucking baffles me. But anyway, 900 hours of gameplay, fucking gone. Like a Thanos snap. Completely gone. Because he happened to be using a fucking perk that was in the game. <laughs> and, uh... He got banned for having too much ammo. So, hats off Bethesda. You fucked up once again. In the Nintendo sphere, we have some news. Um... Reggie, who everybody knows—if you're an avid Nintendo fan, or watch any Treehouses, or Nintendo Directs, or watch them at E3—Reggie is the coolest fucking guy ever. He's been the COO of Nintendo of America for the last 15 years, which is basically—I mean—a huge chunk of our childhood. He's just so charismatic, and he's—he's he's a fucking memer himself. He's retiring from Nintendo of America, and it, that kind of kind of sucks he's being replaced by Doug Bowser who is also a really he's another charismatic guy. Nintendo has very good representatives when it comes to their brand, especially here in America. So, it's going to suck to see Reggie go, but I think Doug Bowser will be able to handle it very well. He'll he'll receive the torch that Reggie is passing on, and I don't think he'll he'll fail us. Um, It is kind of funny that a guy named Bowser is now the president of Nintendo of America. There's been a lot of memes about that. It's, it's pretty funny. Everybody's like, Bowser's finally getting his chance after all these years. It's really funny how that ended up working out. But I hope Reggie enjoys his retirement. Thank you for the memories, Reg. Uh, Nintendo said that Bayonetta 3 is coming this year. So if you're a Bayonetta fan, uh, that is some news for you. And also, if you're a Bayonetta fan... Uh, there is going to be a possible Bayonetta Mortal Kombat 11 crossover. The creator of Bayonetta, Hideki Kamiya, he just tweeted the other day, Mortal Kombat X Bayonetta. That's all he tweeted. Like, how can you be more cryptic? Like, you know what this is going to cause. And then people reply, like, don't you... Aren't you worried about Bayonetta getting a fatality and blah, 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 blah. blah. He literally responded, don't want to see Bayo fatality? That's all I want to see. I believe she'll enjoy it, too. So... Nobody knows for sure if this is actually going to happen or if it's just somebody having some fun. Um, but it would be pretty cool for Switch users to have a character because back, I don't know if anybody remembers, in Mortal Kombat 9 when it released, uh, Kratos was an exclusive character for the PlayStation 3. And, and and Negan from The Walking Dead is in Tekken 7. So, I mean, literally anything can happen nowadays with fighting games except for Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Thank God. Stop trying to make that shit work. Some of you may remember the Xbox One exclusive that was announced. I want to say it was back in 2013. Maybe 2014 E3. It was a game called Scalebound. And it looked fucking beautiful. It looked so much fun. And then it was canned last year. And there are massive, massive rumors that Nintendo... Uh, May release Scalebound as a Switch exclusive. Now, this kind of makes you think a little bit about the console war. Uh, Xbox has been really dropping the fucking ball. Do not even get me started on Crackdown 3. That game was a fucking mess. All around a mess. Like, I beat it in 8 hours. I have like 50 achievements in it. The multiplayer was super, super lackluster. And the story was basically non-existent. It was terrible. It was a fucking terrible game. So with Microsoft just dropping the ball constantly, if Nintendo picks this up, it's not going to look very good. But I also have a theory. I think Scalebound releasing a Nintendo Switch, and like I said, this is all rumor and this is all theory, so don't go around fucking spewing it as news. We don't need a bunch of fake news going on or all, all over the place. I think Scalbound may have been a bargaining chip for the... Merging of Xbox Live with Switch, and I, I talked about that a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Xbox wants to put Xbox Live on the Nintendo Switch, uh, and it looks like that is. It just looks like. I mean, like I said, all rumors right now. That may happen, ladies and gentlemen. That actually might happen. To to be able to get onto your Switch. And play with a friend that is on Xbox is fucking incredibly amazing. Because not everybody can afford multiple consoles. It's just unrealistic. And if you do have multiple consoles, and if you have had multiple consoles, that's good. I'm happy for you. But some people can't afford it. And to be able to play with Xbox players on Nintendo Switch, with not just Fortnite, but other games as well, would bring, the, like, would bring the community together, like, overwhelmingly. And I just think that that is something that would be great to see. And I feel like Scalebound may have been a bargaining chip like Nintendo was like, oh, well, if you want this to happen, you're going to have to give us rights to Scalebound and give us everything for Scalebound. But like I said, this is all a rumor and it's just a theory. Also, hitting the rumor mill here is Google possibly announcing its own game console, which is going to be a piece of shit because we all know how those consoles work. If you were not Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft, your console will not fucking work. People are never going to learn. Do you guys remember the Ouija? Or the Wujia? Whatever, however the fuck you say that stupid goddamn thing? That was gonna be all the rave, right? Oh my god, you can play all your fucking sick Android apps on a fucking game console on your TV. Who the fuck, if you bought a would you do that, I want to know, because I don't think anybody I know fucking bought one of those things, because everybody knew it was going to be a colossal piece of shit, and it ended up being that, just that, just like the N-Gage. Does anybody, this is kind of old school, does anybody remember the fucking N-Gage, the Nokia handheld that they thought was going to do good? Yeah, how did that turn out? And the Steam box, also not a very good concept. Nobody, I mean, people who play on PC that have access to Steam don't want to sit on their fucking couch and play off of a Steam box because they have a PC. If they wanted to have a console, they'd fucking buy a console, not a Steam console. Also a fail. So with everybody, like, I've covered, like, I feel like I've covered three or four of these. Like, fucking Amazon's gonna have their own streaming service for games. Apple wants to get their foot in the door. And now Google's coming to the show too with their own console. And they just need to fucking stop. Leave it to the fucking professionals, people. Make your dumb fucking apps. Stay out of the console game because you're just going to be disappointed. Nobody wants a fucking Google game console. I At least I know I don't. I don't want to speak for everybody because I feel like that's a blanket statement when I say that. But I don't want one. And I know my homies don't want one. And me and my homies are basically always fucking right. I would like to take a moment to say rest in peace. ...to the PlayStation Vita. That's right. The production on the PlayStation Vita has stopped in Japan. And... ...if you aren't familiar, Japan is absolutely batshit crazy for handheld systems. The PS Vita did remarkably better in Japan than it did over here in the States. So if if they are stopping production in Japan, it's only a matter of time before it stops here. So if you haven't gotten a Vita, which it's not really worth getting, personally... ...um... I suggest getting one. I don't know why you would want one. Just PlayStation cannot... They, they they don't have a grip on handhelds. They make fucking fantastic consoles. I will never deny that. Handhelds? No. Stick to the consoles, boys. Uh, it has been confirmed that Square Enix is releasing a major game in 2019. Uh, don't get your hopes up for the Final Fantasy VII remake because we all know that's not happening. I happen to believe that it is going to be Parasite Eve, because I just talked about it last week that they filed a trademark in the UK for Parasite Eve. So I happen to believe that they are coming out with a new Parasite Eve game, or possibly a remake. This is just a theory, but the fact that they're releasing a major game this year is not a rumor. It is true, so we'll keep an eye out for what game that's going to be. And as soon as I find out, guys, you know you'll hear it here first, always. Got some news for Apex Legends. I feel like I'm not going to stop talking about this game for a long time, and I'm okay with that because it's a great game. I actually have a weekend plan to binge play the fuck out of it, so I can't wait for that. Data miners, the ones we all love and sometimes hate, depending, like I said, have uncovered two new legends and their abilities. One legend named Watson has an ability called Tesla Trap. Which sounds fucking awesome. The dude's name is Watson, and he if he doesn't talk in, like, a like a British accent, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, because Watson and Holmes, obviously, I think that'd be awesome. There's another hero named Octane that has uh, an ability called Stimpak, which I think might be the ability to throw down some kind of healing thing for everyone to pick up, or possibly the ability to auto res someone, which either way would be cool. And there's also an entry for all the legends and they have a wall run. So it looks like they're going to bring wall running in. And that was actually another rumor for Apex Legends this week, that they're going to be adding Titans and wall running. Now, I have a little gripe with that because I feel like it needs its own game mode, possibly. Like a 99 Titan, like a 100-person Titan, like Battle Royale, that would be fucking sick, right? I think throwing a Titan into the mix now would really throw things off to the point where people would just leave because it would just be really frustrating because imagine okay let's let's, let's speak hypothetically for a second imagine that there's 5 titans on the whole map right 100 people drop in 20 squads and you gotta rush to get your guns first and then rush to get a titan now imagine those titans are marked on the map so everybody knows where they are that's gonna make games way faster which to me is kind of I have a love-hate with fast Battle Royale games. I like to take my time sometimes, and sometimes when they're fast, it's like, sweet, I can play another game before I go to work, or I can play another game before I go to the gym or something, and like you have that time. So I understand the likability of a fast game. Now I feel like if if, this is all hypothetical, if they're putting Titans in there and there's five Titans marked on the map, everyone's going to drive to those Titans and just fucking massacre each other. And before you know it, There's five Titans and like ten people left within like the first ten minutes of the game, maybe less. That would really throw off the balance of what Apex Legends has right now, so I don't think they should add that. Wall running? Go right ahead. Because I thought for sure there was going to be wall running when they first announced it, and then there wasn't. I was like, hmm, this feels weird because it feels like I'm playing Titanfall 2, but I can't wall run or like double jump, and this really fucking feels weird to me, but I got used to it. But if they add that, I don't have a problem with that. Titans, though, I think they should hold off or have their own game type. Um, Got a little flurry here from Blizzard. They released an Overwatch teaser for hero number 30, possibly. No news. It's all speculation at this point. It looks like it's going to be another hero slash villain from Talon. That's all really the teaser shows. The Talon logo. Nothing else. And... This was just released on Thursday, so by the time this video comes out, there could be more more information. I know Blizzard likes to go hard on Fridays, so like I said, I'm recording this Friday morning, so the new hero may or may not be announced Friday night, so keep an eye out for that. Can we just please get another healer? Like, that'd be great, right? Another, another healer? I feel like there aren't enough healers. Can we get... I don't want to sound ridiculous, but we can get like a male healer. Like we have Zenyatta and Lucio, but the rest are girls. And like I said, guys, I don't mind playing a female character, but if I could get a sick-ass healing dude for the game, I'd be 100% cool with that. And I'd be cool if it was another woman too, honestly. But still, just let, let us get another dude in the game. Because if you really think about it, out of all the characters they've announced, they announced Anna, Sombra, Orisa, Brigitte, Moira, Ash, and then they announced Doomfist. He's been the only new character that's been a dude out, and the game's been out for almost three years, so come on. We get it. Female empowerment. Just give us a new fucking dude character. And I know Orisa is technically a fucking robot. She's a fembot. She's a female robot. Come on, don't be stupid. Xbox One is having a massive sale right now in the Microsoft Store. By the time you hear this, you'll have two days left to jump in on some of this. Um, the games that I think are worth what they're throwing down, uh, Far Cry 5 is 15 fucking dollars. That's a bargain as fuck. Especially if you want to play New Dawn, that is basically an expansion to Far Cry 5, that's $40. So, you get two big ass Far Cry games for $55. That is a whole ass bargain. Rainbow Six Siege, the deluxe edition, is only $12. That fucking game is incredible. Red Dead Redemption 2 is $40. You can get the Red Dead Redemption 2 Ultimate Edition for $67. Also, they have bundles. The Xbox One X Fallout 76 bundle, fucking LMAO. $400. So, I mean, basically, you're getting the console and a free hunk of shit because the console normally costs 400 bucks, um, This is a really good deal. Xbox One S, the Forza Horizon 4 bundle, for 242 That's a steal. Because the console is normally 250 and the game is, I believe, still $60. And Xbox One controllers at $46. They're normally $60, maybe more. I'm not 100% sure I haven't bought a controller in a long time. Um, these bundles and this controller price, by the way, are on Amazon. Not sure when those deals are gonna stop because there's no time frame for those, but as far as the games go on Microsoft's official site and more than and on the Xbox store. You know, it's Far Cry 5 for $15. Uh Rainbow Six Seeds for $12. Red Dead Redemption 2 for $40. Those are all worth th- those are all worth it for 100 percent No doubt. The rest are a bunch of fucking Lego games and, and Madden games, and <laughs> nobody wants those. I mean, if you want to buy Destiny 2 Forsaken, the complete collection, it's like all, it's Destiny 2 and all three of its DLC packs for 60 bucks, be my guest. I bought it on PC, never fucking touched it, so be my guest on that. Like I said, by the time you guys hear this, there will be two days left of this sale. I'll definitely take advantage of it, because if I didn't already have those those three games that I named, I would have definitely bought them this weekend. That's going to do it for gaming news, so let's jump right into the entertainment news. Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart have set Guinness World Records for their time in the X-Men franchise and they are being recognized for it and that's fucking sick it reads the longest career as a live action Marvel superhero is 16 years and 228 days achieved by Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart as of 3rd of March 2017 that's obviously when Logan came out and that was the last movie they were in So congrats to those guys, that's awesome And honestly, when you think Professor X and Wolverine You think Hugh Jackman And Patrick Stewart, without a fucking doubt So because Bumblebee was massively successful Garnishing amazing reviews I have not seen it myself Because Michael Bay kind of ruined it He fucking just stomped it into the ground And while its lifeless corpse laid there He stomped it a little more Um, Bumblebee was not a Michael Bay Transformer film and it did wildly and it was wildly successful so because of this Hasbro has confirmed that Bumblebee is the start of the reboot of the Transformer film universe like I said ladies and gentlemen reboot is the fucking word of 2019 I wonder what they're going to do I wonder what kind of Transformers they're going to add it's going to be really interesting to see I still have to see Bumblebee I heard it was great, it looked great My boy John Cena's in that shit You can't see me Did the Transformers see him in the movie? I don't know, because I haven't seen it But I really want to see it, so I'm going to check it out as soon as I can By now, most of you may have heard That The two final Netflix Marvel shows The Punisher And Jessica Jones Have been cancelled We all knew this was coming, yet people still acted surprised Which got on my fucking nerves a little bit this comes off cancellation of The Defenders, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. They were all canceled. So we all knew this was coming. And everybody's like, oh, it's because they're, they're going to be on the Disney streaming service. That's not it at all. That's 100% not it. Netflix did not have an ownership stake in these Marvel series whatsoever. Um, each of the shows were owned by Marvel. But, the, but Netflix had licensing agreements for these shows. And because Netflix paid ABC Studios the most amount of fucking money ever for each season. Not just each show. Each season. Um, it was getting to be too much money. And each season came out and the ratings dropped. And I know Netflix doesn't necessarily have a ratings graph per se. But they go off the streams. And each season did worse than the last. For each show. So... It just wasn't the right choice for Netflix financially. Now because... Netflix has... The licensing rights to those... Shows... They will not be on Disney Plus. Because... Yes, Disney owns Marvel. But if you remember... Fox... Owned... Past tense. The rights to the X-Men... And the Fantastic Four... And all their respective characters. Disney did not own those. And you know... Fun fact, the reason why there hasn't been a new Hulk movie is because Universal Pictures still owns the rights to the Incredible Hulk. That's why there has not been another movie. They are still trying to get the Hulk. He's like that. Edward Norton's Hulk is a part of the MCU. We all know that Mark Ruffalo took it over. Took over the role. But Universal Studios... Universal Pictures, sorry. Still has... The still owns the rights to the Incredible Hulk. Just like Sony is loaning us Spider-Man. That's why Sony went off and did Venom and there was no Spider-Man in it because there was some kind of contractual agreement between Marvel I'm sorry, between Disney and Sony about the rights to Spider-Man. And don't quote me, but I believe that I believe Sony's stipulations were... We'll loan you Spider-Man for a few movies. Um, You guys can get the revenue from the films... But we get the revenue from any other shit. Like any other... Literally anything. That's costumes, toys, video games... And I believe Blu-ray sales was one of them. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure... But that's that's not verbatim... But that's how it kind of went. I went off on a tangent there, sorry. So, anyway... Netflix owns the licensing rights to those shows meaning they're not going to be a Disney Plus. Because if that were true, then Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy would also be a Disney Plus and that's not true because Sony owns the rights to those. Fox's um all of Fox, 20th Century Fox's X-Men movies and Fantastic Four movies would be on Disney Plus right? No, because they own the licensing rights to those to that shit. Those are already movies and shit that were made. So that's not how that works for fuck's sake. Just like Hulu has the licensing rights to Cloak and Dagger. I'm sorry. That's The Runaways. Cloak & Dagger is on Freeform, which, I don't know why they split all their shit up. It's so dumb. The Marvel Cinematic Universe of television is fucking dumb. It's all so dumb. So, we, we got looks like we got to the bottom of that. They canceled those shows because it was just too much money to, to, go, to move forward with them. It's not like... It's not like... I mean, I'm sure Disney had a hand in increasing the prices for each season and kind of muscled Netflix out of the way. But... These shows were not canceled because they're moving to Disney+. Plus, That is confirmed, so people can shut the fuck up and stop saying that already. Um, there's going to be a Stan Lee tribute included before Captain Marvel plays. So, bring some tissues if you're a hardcore Marvel fan, and you know and appreciate what Stan did for the culture. Not sure how long the tribute's going to be, but it is confirmed that it's going to be in Captain Marvel. Speaking of Captain Marvel... There are confirmed to be two credit scenes. One which is mid-credits, meaning it's the scene after, like, the animated credits where they show, like, who was in the movie and it's usually cool art and shit like that. And then there's a post-credit scene, which comes after the fucking five minutes of holding in your goddamn piss to wait and see. So there's two of those. There's normally two. Sometimes there's one and sometimes there's five James Gunn, Jesus Christ Anyway, two post-credit scenes confirmed For Captain Marvel So make sure to stick around, kids Some more Captain Marvel news Uh, There was early showings And a lot of negative reactions Which sucks But you can't always go off what other people say Unless it's true Because not a lot of people liked Thor The Dark World And neither did I not a lot of people liked Iron Man 3, and neither did I. I mean, they're essential to the mythos, but if I marathon the movies, I won't skip them. I'll watch them still, but it's like it's almost like a chore to watch those ones. So I'm hoping that this isn't the case with Captain Marvel. Um, I believe that people are... Review bombing it because the lead Brie Larson Is a racist slash sexist bitch I won't get into that too much But I will say she. this is what she said in regards to her press tour For Captain Marvel She said, and I quote I do not want any white males on my press tour Okay, said the white female Okay, makes sense Don't want to get too political, don't want to get into it I'm gonna try to look past her fucking ignorance to try and enjoy Captain Marvel. But it's gonna be kinda hard. And you know what's fucked is I liked Brie Larson a lot before she started acting like this, dude. Like, she was awesome in Scott Pilgrim. She was fucking awesome in Kong Skull Island. And then she comes out and just talks like a fucking idiot. Like, good Christ. So, anyway, Captain Marvel is not getting very good early reviews. Just for a recap, Stanley Tribute to be included. Two post-credit scenes confirmed, and negative early reactions for Captain Marvel. While we're still on the Marvel kick here, Chris Hemsworth um, is going to be playing um, Hulk Hogan in an upcoming Netflix biopic. So that's pretty cool. I want to. I don't know. Chris Hemsworth can't really act outside of Thor. <laughs> I've watched movies with him in it, and I'm just like, ugh, God, this is terrible. He's not a good actor. Unless he's playing Thor. And we all know the Hulkster had some fucking charisma, so... I don't know how this is going to work. Kind of scared. And of course, they're not going to include all his controversy with his racist remarks or his leaked sex tape or nothing like that. That's not going to be in the biopic, which is fucking stupid. Because if you're going to make a biopic, do it right. Include everything. Don't be fucking biased. But that's going to be coming out on Netflix. And Chris Hemsworth is going to play Hulk Hogan. That is a curious casting choice. I don't know who I would have picked instead. But I feel like I wouldn't I feel like I'm not going to be sitting in the writer's room and be like, Man, we... Yo, John, you, uh... You you wanna do that Hulk Hogan biopic, right? Who's your fucking choice for to play Hog uh, Terry here? Uh, Hulk Hogan? Oh yeah, um Thor, dude. Fucking Thor, you know? The the more talented but also kinda sucks uh Hemsworth brother. Oh oh you talking about Chris Hemsworth, alright, yeah. Not a really good choice, but fuck it, get him on the phone. Just I can't see that. Playing out in my head I don't know how that came to be would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during that conversation continuing with Marvel news Gwyneth Paltrow is retiring the Pepper Potts character um, in Avengers Endgame so spoiler alert maybe probably not she probably just won't ever be back she hasn't been in every single movie I guess she wants to stop doing Marvel movies and focus on her career (laughs) she said she's getting old I don't know Pepper Potts to me isn't even an important character So that's... I don't know why she felt the need to tell everybody that. Because I don't think anybody fucking likes Pepper. I mean, it's going to be cool to see her as Rescue in Endgame. In a suit of of Tony's armor. That's not a spoiler because they already fucking announced they don't want to hear shit from anybody. But that's going to be cool to see, I suppose. But no one cares that she's not going to be in Marvel movies anymore, to be honest. Uh, Haunting of Hill House got renewed for a second season. That... Hmm. Cute. I don't know. I'm not sure how I want to say this. I enjoyed I enjoyed that show. Me and my wife watched it. Um it was spooky at times and it gave you an uneasy feeling sometimes. But there was one scene that made us jump so fucking bad. I'll never forget how high in the air my fucking wife jumped. And it's the scene where the two sisters are arguing like back and forth and then the one day de- <laughs> the one dead sister comes up from the back seat and screams at him that scared the absolute fuck out of both of us that was a really good jump scare cuz you just didn't think it would happen and it did but i don't know how they're going to do a second season maybe they'll make it like some kind of anthology like american horror story maybe i'm not sure but that has been confirmed for a second season finally some space jam 2 news For those who are interested, I don't know if I am or not. Not really committed yet, but... It's going to start filming this summer with a release date set for July 16th, 2021. I want to know why a movie that's going to be predominantly cartoon... Why is that going to take two years to film, almost? What the... What is that? What, What is with that? I get animation takes a lot of work. I understand. But the guys in South Park do a fucking show... A day before release. So, I'm not saying South Park's a fucking masterpiece, but South Park has gotten crazy. Like, the advances in technology for South Park has gotten insane over the years, and they still do their episode like literally hours before it airs. That's how they stay so up to date on topics, because they literally wait fucking eight hours before it, <laughs> it airs to finally, you know, turn it into the network. But I, I don't know why it's going to take almost two years. Interested to see where they go with it, though. And everybody knows I like to end my entertainment segment with the Marvel Movie Countdown. 13 days until Captain Marvel. 62 days until Avengers Endgame. And 132 days until Spider-Man Far From Home. So mark your calendars. Less than two weeks to see Captain Marvel. I guess we'll have to see for ourselves how that goes. Gonna pop off on some news that I saw this week that I thought was pretty cool. Lightsaber dueling is now an official sport. You heard that right bitches. Well right now it's only in France. It has been recognized by France's fencing federation. That's a fucking mouthful, Jesus Christ. But yeah, they recognize the recreation as a sport now, lightsaber dueling in France. So who wants to move into fucking France and get some, get some shit going? I need to know on a Star Wars related thing. I need to know what what song you guys think of when you when you when you hear the term lightsaber duel? what song comes to your head because if it's not Duel of Fates you're fucking wrong fucking dude I swear to god that the D- D- Duel of Fates song from episode one is one of the greatest fucking songs ever written for a movie period I'm not sure if you guys seen this but Samsung released um a tech demo not necess- it wasn't a tech demo but it was like a little trailer for their foldable phone that shit looks fucking lit dude I am not down with Androids. I've had an iPhone forever now. But man, that fucking phone looks amazing. It looks like exactly what you would fucking think it would look like. Just look up Samsung foldable phone. It looks fucking sleek as fuck. And it looks... It opens up to like the size of a small tablet. But it folds like... Like, the old-school fucking phones that flipped with, like, keyboards and shit on them. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It looks fucking sleek and sexy, though. I will say that. Um, I definitely want to get my hands on one to check it out when they get released. Maybe I'll head up to a phone store and, like, fuck around with one or something, maybe, but... From the video, it looks promising. <laughs> it looks amazing. So if you want to check that out... I mean, they've always... They've talked about the foldable phone for... It seems like fucking years people have been saying... Yo, we got a foldable phone or... A phone you can roll up and... Or some shit. Some ridiculous, outlandish shit. But they've... The fucking mad lads did it. They have a foldable fucking phone and it's coming out soon. And it looks amazing. By the time you hear this, it's going to be old news. And I'm not sure if anybody even cares, but... Uh, Hulu is ending support for, drumroll, drumroll, is this going to affect you? Boom, the Wii U. I don't think it's going to affect anybody that listens to this. Nintendo stopped supporting the Wii U's online capabilities like months ago. So Hulu kind of stuck around for a little bit, but they officially closed the doors on the Wii U on February 20th of this year, which would be three days ago now. So, if you're on your Wii U wondering why the fuck Hulu isn't working, now you know why. It's because they pulled support. So, researchers believe they have identified the prime driver for a startling rise in the number of people who think the Earth is flat. If you had one guess, what do you think is the reason why there's such a startling rise? I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it. What platform do you think promotes flat Earth the most which platform do you think these people go on to learn quote unquote about how the earth is flat I'll give you a couple more seconds if you guessed YouTube you're 100% right 100 emoji right um, there, I guess their suspicion was raised when they attended the world's largest gathering of flat earthers which is an annual conference in Riley North Carolina and then they have. Then there was another one in Denver, uh, Colorado last year. Come on, you guys got to be smarter in Denver. You're smoking pot, dude. Well, I mean, I guess early. Hey, man. Uh, yo, let me hit your wax pen, man. Oh, dude. I'm laying out in your front lawn, dude. And I swear to God, the earth is flat, dude. I can feel it, dude. One hundred percent flat, dude. Come here, dude. Dude, stop. No, stop. Come here. Lay down, dude. Lay down, dude. No, dude. Lay down. Lay down on your back, put your arms at your side, and put your hands flat on the ground. You feel it, dude? It's so flat, dude. I heard about this on YouTube once, bro. Dude, let's go inside and watch and watch YouTube videos on Flat Earth, bro. We'll learn so much, dude. So I suppose that's that's probably how it went. And that's why they have a fucking gathering there. A conference. Oh, good Lord. So I guess they interviewed 30 attendees. And a pattern was revealed in the stories that people told about how they came to be convinced the Earth was not a large round rock spinning through space, but a large flat disk doing much the same thing. Of the 30, all but one said they had not considered the Earth to be flat two years ago, but changed their minds after watching videos promoting conspiracy theories on YouTube. Oh my God, man that fucking Jesus okay so the only person out of the 30 who didn't say that they you know went to YouTube University uh, was a guy that was there with his son-in-law and his daughter and the only reason he went is because they talked to him about it they hosted their flat earth 112 YouTube University class at the dining room table on the uh, iPad (laughs) that's that's how they learned so what happens is the YouTube algorithm just promotes this shit for some fucking reason. Trust me, I love a good conspiracy theory, and but I know the line. I know where the, I know where that line is between reality and fucking absolute horseshit fiction, right? So I've I've dabbled in some conspiracy theories videos, mostly about 9/11 and shit like that. But some of those videos are fucking way out there. You can watch a YouTube video on Edgar Casey, who was some guy who could literally. Use a book as a pillow, take a nap, and wake up and recite the book to you, word for word, which is fucking nuts. He was like a prophet or something. You could watch that video. And a flat earth video would come up and you recommend it. Because the YouTube algorithm just loves making people fucking stupid. A lot of the people are convinced that the earth is flat because they would go to these videos and watch them to try to debunk them but then they soon found themselves won over by the material i don't understand how you go into something and you're like fuck this i'm gonna debunk it and then like you're like whoa like Keanu, whoa dude you gotta come look at this thing bro like the earth is flat as fuck bro and like it just the stupidity just spreads oh man i'm fucking done talking about this man this really yikes so just recap, we are inside of a dome. Like the earth is flat, but we are inside of a dome, right? The moon is a hologram. Space isn't real. Gravity isn't real. The other planets are not real. Every photo of the Earth that was ever taken from space is not real. NASA is our bunch of flyers. Which I will say NASA I'm sure covers up a lot of shit. And there's a and the earth that is flat, mind you, is surrounded by a giant ice wall. Why has nobody gone to these ice walls yet? Because they're guarded by the government. And if you approach them, the government will shoot and kill you. Now, I feel like some somebody was sitting at home one day suffering from their paranoid schizophrenia and just immediately thought of this, right? And just made a bunch of videos on it. And it fucking spread like cancer. And now this is what we get. People saying that they learned that the earth was flat from watching YouTube conspiracy videos. YouTube needs to do something about that. I mean, they, they want to take a bunch of people down. I'm not defending Alex Jones by any means. Because that dude's a fucking... That dude is a loop. But he was denying that kids died at Sandy Hook. And that pissed a lot of people off. Because that's not right. Kids fucking died. He was going around saying that... He was basically like screaming at people, telling them that, that, that kids didn't die. And it was all fake. They took him off of YouTube. Twitter followed suit... Facebook followed suit. He's He's been completely deplatformed because he was spreading fake news at such a high velocity, yet we get a flat earth video that has 20 million views that is untouched. Still has ads on it. Like, be consistent. YouTube needs to be consistent. Okay, now I'm really done talking about this. Fuck. I have one last little story here that's uh, kind of a mind, mind blow. Kind of a mind fuck. So everybody knows the Blink-182 song What's My Age Again. Well... Apparently, and this, this, the reason this blew my mind so bad is because this is what I thought the lyric was. I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but whenever we're having like a drunken sing along at whatever party we're at, we all sing this lyric, and it's not the right lyric, (laughs) according to Mark Hoppus, the fucking dude who wrote it. So, if I were to say, I took her out, it was a Friday night, blank, 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 to get the feeling right now. What do you think that lyric is? I'll give you a second to repeat the song in your head or even listen to it, right? Okay? Think about it for a minute. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. Right? That's what you think. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, Mark Hoppus tweeted, science fact. If you thought the lyrics were, I walk alone to get the feeling right, you were a fake fan. Okay? Apparently the actual lyric is, I wore cologne. What? Like, that was, <laughs> holy shit. That to me is like insane, right? To me anyway Because growing up, we didn't... Some people got the actual CDs And there were lyrics printed in the thing And you read the lyrics and you knew the lyrics But other people who either couldn't afford to buy the CD Or just didn't care to buy the CD Just listened to it fucking 100 million times And learned the lyrics on their own, right? And pretty much it was I walk Alone, right? (laughs) But apparently it's not It's I Wore Cologne What the fuck? My fucking mind is melting. And I need to know if you thought the lyric was I walk alone too, and don't be, don't fucking fib. I need you to tell the truth. Let me know if you knew the lyric was I wore cologne and not I walk alone. I need to know because I thought it was I walk alone and fucking like everybody I know thought it was I walk alone, so this is pretty nuts to me. So comment down below what you thought the lyric was or if you knew it was that. And to be honest, just comment down below in regards to anything that I talked about tonight because I want you guys to join the conversation. We're having a discussion here. It's not necessarily a back and forth discussion, but it's a discussion nonetheless and I want you guys to be a part of it. How do you feel about Reggie retiring from Nintendo of America? How do you feel about Bethesda dropping the fucking ball? What's your opinion on Space Jam 2? Is it gonna be a massive piece of shit? Why the fuck is it taking so long to film? Would you move to France to be a professional lightsaber duelist? I know I would. And are you going to get the Samsung Foldable Smartphone? It's, by the way, it has a retail price of $2,000. Holy fuck. Are you pissed and upset that Hulu is ending support for the Wii U? I need to know. But just give me, let me know how your fucking day is going or something. If you just need to talk, I'll be like, yo, Chris, like, I'm having a bad day. Might be like, yo, dude, why? And you just be like, man. Life is just kidding me down, and I'll just be like, yo, dude, pick your head up, bro. Or fucking lady, or ma'am, or chick, or guy, or fella, or friend, or bro, or boy, or bruh, anything. Whatever the fuck you are. If you're in attack helicopter, if you're a fucking toaster strudel, and you're feeling down, hit me up and we'll have a conversation. Thanks for listening, guys. That's gonna be it. Like I said, remember, this is being recorded early in the morning Friday. So I might miss a thing or two, which I'll cover next week. Maybe I'll do like a mini-sode if I miss something that's like huge, which I highly doubt I will. Don't forget to check me out on Facebook, facebook.com slash This Week in Mediocrity. I post some pretty funny fucking memes and some pretty funny videos, so hop on that shit. Also, if you'd like, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. That is all TWIM podcast, no spaces. And if you want to send me stories, I actually had a couple people send me a couple things this week shout out to Joe for showing me the Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan thing as it broke and shout out to Jonathan for showing me that Reggie was leaving Nintendo I appreciate the heads up guys um send me links via any social media or if you would like to email me the email is mediocrity at gmail.com also if you'd like to be included in the outro which you're gonna hear at the end of this send a voice clip to my email or Facebook message I can turn it into an mp3 that way either way works doesn't matter So until next week, shut your mouth, get fucked, and stay mediocre. Thank you for tuning into. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity.